People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Bizarre Tales. How the devil are you all? Now today, Lee is not with me, so we have our one of my stories. And I've decided to do a thing that I would say everybody has heard about. We've all heard of the Bermuda Triangle, I would, I would assume. Now if we haven't heard of the Bermuda Triangle, this episode is going to be pretty good. If you have heard of it... This episode's still going to be pretty good. You're going to enjoy it. So, what is the Bermuda Triangle? And why is it, why is it there? Why is it so famous? What do we know about it? Well, the Bermuda Triangle is a popular name for an area off the eastern coast of the United States of America in which many planes and ships have suffered unusual events. And more famously, many have been lost without a trace. Although there are claims for other such areas around the world, the Bermuda Triangle is unquestionably the best known. The author Martin Caden reported in Fate magazine in Extraordinary Encounter that it took place on the 11th of June 1986. It has the added value of being a first-hand account. Many Bermuda Triangle encounters are not. And it is, as Caden says, real, detailed, recorded, witnessed and established beyond even the most tenuous shed shred of doubt. He was flying with others from Bermuda to Jacksonville Naval Air Station in Florida, equipped with an array of navigational equipment. They were receiving satellite photographs of the area of what they were flying in. It was clear, warm, perfect day into which they took off. Suddenly, Caden was unable to see the outer portion of the left wing, and later the right wing. Though we know, according to the satellite readouts, that it should not be obscured by mist, around him he noticed that the blue sky had changed to a creamy yellow. They were now in a creamy yellow version of a whiteout, and the instruments were going crazy. As Caden put it, two million dollars of avionics just upped and died. Even more extraordinary, Caden was able to see a tunnel-like hole straight above the plane through which he could see the blue sky and a similar hole pointing down to the visible ocean. Yet these holes were pacing the plane exactly, almost as if a long pipe extended from the surface to the sky above. Fortunately, Caden, his wife and the whole crew remained calm and flew professionally and safely. This extraordinary phenomenon lasted for four hours and then suddenly it cleared 
and they were flying in a perfect, crystal clear, clean air again. Immediately, they swung the plane round to see where they had come from, and the sky behind them was clear as far as they could see. Equipment immediately came back to life, and they continued the flight safely, landing at the Naval Air Station without another incident. Of the planes that have been able to report their difficulties before being lost in the Bermuda Triangle, a great many have reported instrument failure or distortion. The yellow sky is another factor that has arisen in reports. Caden is only one recent witness of many. More people have survived difficulties in the triangle than is usually appreciated. In 1928, Charles Lindbergh, a very famous pilot, reported both his compasses failing while on a flight from Havana to Florida and a heavy haze obscuring all vision. Jim Blocker, in 1968, reported radio and navigational failure inside a bank of clouds while flying from Nassau to Palm Beach. Ships have been similarly affected, and in 1971, the USS Richard E. Byrd lost communication and navigation aids on a voyage to Bermuda and remained helpless for around 10 days before it was able to regain contact. Another witness case of disappearance in the triangle showing how swiftly ships can disappear comes from Captain Joe Talley, who, in 1944, was the wild goose being towed over the Caicos trader. Talley woke to find the wild goose sinking and himself already underwater. He was able to get a life jacket and get himself to the surface some 60 feet above. The Caicos trader itself in danger of being dragged under, cut its tow line and recovered Tally from the water. The ship sank within minutes, faster than would have often been supposed. No satisfactory explanation for the sinking has yet been confirmed. The Bermuda Triangle is only one place where ships and planes have been reported missing in what appears to be a strange circumstance. There are many reports of losses in the Bass Straits off Australia, losses in the water near Japan in an area sometimes known as the Devil's Sea, around Cape Horn off the Cape of Good Hope, and even in the landlocked lakes of America, the Great Lakes of America that is. Lloyds of London in 1975 indicated that our intelligence services can find no evidence to support the claim that the Bermuda Triangle has more losses than anywhere else. This finding was upheld by the United States Ghost Guard. There are, genuinely, there are genuine mysteries to be examined, but they are probably not applicable across the world. So why is it then that the Bermuda Triangle, above all localities, is the focus of such extraordinary claims and counterclaims? The answer, not unusually, is that the Bermuda Triangle, as a name, became one of the mo those popular catchphrases like flying saucer. That it became its own advertising slogan, 
It is probably no coincidence that the triangle lies off the American coastline. America has always taken such mysteries to its heart, more readily at least than other countries. Vincent Gaddis made first mention of the mysteries in two books in the 1960s, Mysterious Fires and Lights and Invisible Horizon. He may have been influenced by an article on Flight 19 by Alan E. Eckhart in April 1962, issue of the American Legion magazine. Ivan Sanderson and John Keel appeared on television discussing mysterious topics. Sanderson introduced the Bermuda Triangle, which caused a massive viewer response. Sanderson published an article in 1968 in Argosy magazine and Invisible Residence in 1970, in which he also introduced the idea of vile vortices. These are 12 areas of mystery and losses around the world. John Wallace Spencer, in Limbo of the Lost, pulled these various stories together, further promoting the mystery of the triangle. In 1974, Charles Burleys published The Bermuda Triangle, which became a bestseller, bringing the triangle to public widespread attention. The triangle has further been promoted by fiction books and films. There was even a ride at Florida SeaWorld called Mission Bermuda Triangle, centered around the loss of the USS Cyclops, which disappeared in March 1918. Someone can tell me whether that's still there. It is impossible to know how many ships and planes have been lost in the triangle for two reasons. Firstly, the triangle is not a specifically delineated area and tends to vary according on the whims and wishes of particular theorists. One fairly ludicrous suggestion encountered we put one apex of the triangle in Liverpool, England. Generally, the Triangle is an area off the Atlantic Ocean, off the coast of Florida, Georgia and Carolina coasts, off the mainland of the USA, extending out into the island of Bermuda. Not Liverpool in England. (laughs) The island of Puerto Rico and the northern coast of the Caribbean, thereby including the Bahamas. Secondly, That particular locality not only has extraordinarily high number of ships and planes crossing it, but arguably the highest number of illegal drug-related and immigration traffic and inexperienced joy sailors, which is basically a joy rider but on the sea. That many of these losses, particularly the ones related to illegal activities, should go unreported that is hardly surprising now it hardly seems necessary here to list the major cases of loss associated with the triangle which have been examined extensively in books on the subject of the past 20 years or so it is worth noting however that some of the losses have been impressive six major aircraft have been lost the aforementioned uss cyclops a 19,500-ton, 542-foot ship with a crew of over 300 
lost March the 18th, uh, sorry, March 1918, the British South American Airways Star Tiger, with a crew of six and 25 passengers, lost in January 1948. And almost exactly a year later, in January 1949, its sister plane, the Star Ariel, with six crew and 12 passengers. In December 1948, a Douglas DC-3 with 27 passengers, the Marine Sulphur Queen in 1963, 39 crew and cargo, over 15 tonnes of cargo that is. There is still considerable evidence that some of the losses in the Triangle area have been due to exceptional factors not fully understood. Albeit they may exist in or above any body of water in the world. That there is something unusual within the area of the Bermuda Triangle may be borne out by evidence from CSAT satellites launched in June 1978. Part of its function was to measure the contours of the ocean surface. It is not generally appreciated that there are permanent contours on the surface of the oceans. The satellite CSAT mapped ridges and troughs on the water surface. When surveying an area of the Bermuda Triangle, what was noticed was that it was virtually perfect circular depression, some 25 miles across and 50 feet deep. One theory to explain this is that a large meteorite has buried itself at that location, creating a magnetic anom anomaly and gravitational effects that this could some way contribute to the reports in the Bermuda Triangle might be possible. A most recent theory to explain sinking ships and effects on aircraft concerned deposits of buried gas. Dr Richard McIver has suggested that under the oceans, possibly under the Bermuda Triangle, are large deposits of frozen methane. As methane hydrate, trapping large amounts of methane gas if the hydrate breaks up, perhaps due to landslides, there could be massive gas releases which could account for the sudden turbulence on the water surface and even large deposits of gas moving up into the atmosphere, they could affect aircraft. McIver notes that large gas deposits in the water have sunk or, destroy, sunk or destroyed drilling ships and their rigs, either creating fire or explosion. As methane in the air is highly explosive or by changing the buoyancy surrounding the ship, creating a swift sinking. One drilling rig sank in minutes and survivors, even wearing life vests, were found to have drowned. Strange sea effects have been witnessed by several people in the Triangle. In 1954, Ray Clark, on deck of Queen Mary, watched as two 45-foot columns of water shot up from an area in the ocean, which had minutes before been nice and calm. In 1963, Captain R. Shattenkirk, flying from New York to Puerto Rico, saw a huge white bubble of water form on the surface of the sea. A month later, a similar sighting was made by the crews of an airliner. This may be examples of the gas release or something else. But the Triangle Mystery involves the loss of aeroplanes as well. 
The gas, being lighter than air, would rise into the atmosphere, and if an aircraft flew into a cloud, its engines could fail from oxygen starvation. On the other hand, the aircraft could explode if the gas was ignited by heat or a spark. Sudden changes in density or in the atmosphere could also account for some aspects of the so-called clear air turbulence. McIver also speculates that the turbulence in the water would cause huge clouds of ionised air that could affect magnetic compasses and other navigational instruments. The absolute disappearance of ships and plane debris is also accounted for. The water into which they sunk is so lacking in buoyancy that the debris sinks unnaturally rapidly and is then covered up when the disturbed sediments settle over it. One drilling rig that sank could not be found. So complete was the sedimentary covering in December 1944, just a year before the ill-fated Flight 19, seven Air Force bombers suddenly encountered clear air turbulence over the triangle. The planes were thrown backwards and fell abruptly 600 feet. Five of the seven planes crashed, two recovered, but no debris was ever found. McIver's theory is compelling. It allows for many of the traditional Bermuda Triangle reports and features, white water, turbulence of gas release, strange lights, ignited gas, magnetic disturbances, ionized air, and so on. More research into this is needed within the Bermuda Triangle and around the world before the mysteries of the triangle, or part of it, can be regarded as solved. Disappearances, particular, particularly of small vessels, continue to the present day. For example, on January the 4th, 1993, the London Daily Mail reported the loss of a 42-foot catamaran travelling from Rhode Island to Martinique on December the 23rd the previous year. A five-day search located nothing of the craft, which the newspaper had reported a complete mystery. The newspapers also noted that no storms had been reported in the area at that time. So, what do you guys think with the Bermuda Triangle? Is it just a strange anomaly? Is it a gas release? Or is it something a little bit more sinister? Like it says, there are other areas around the world where this happens where your radar or your compass or your navigational system whatever it is just completely disappears ships and planes disappearing without a trace can that all be explained by gas pressure under the surface of the water i'm not sure i'm really not i don't know enough about the bermuda triangle to make an educated guess i think the problem with mysteries like this is people try so hard to explain them rather than just believe in something that is unexplainable but that's it for the bermuda triangle story it's just a, a quick little episode for you guys to keep you interested like i said lee's not with us this week um so i thought i'd give you a little story and let me know what you think do you guys what do you guys think about this bermuda triangle um 
you know, have you ever had an experience like it? Have you, uh, you know, it says there are places in the South Indian Ocean, Cape of Good Hope, um, South Australia, places like that where these anomalies do happen. So is it just there or has anyone else experienced it? Let us know. Get us on the group. You can, uh, you all know what it is by now. It's, uh, Bizarre Tales on Facebook. You can find us on there. You can find us at supernaturalpod at gmail.com. And if you're feeling really generous, you can join the Patreon or the link for our tip jar will be in the description. So if you do think this episode is worth a dollar, stick a dollar in the tip jar. Uh, thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you on the other side. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Mm-hmm.